I want to start the first like few minutes of this for us to just get our grievances out. Grievances <laughs> about um, <laughs> this venue. <laughs> it's a it's it's like a trope every single year. <laughs> Here's the thing: it's it's like trying to find like you were in a GPC in Rome or somebody complained and he was like, why can't you make it like New York city? Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful grid. I'm like, have you ever been downtown? <laughs> Cause there's no grid downtown. I've heard of a lot of people complaining about comic-con when it's in New York. Yeah. Yeah. So I would, I don't imagine it being that much better, but this is, this is, just, it's just a big place. And granted, IFA has so many things going for it. Yeah. But listen, here's the thing. Like CES is no better. It's just, Oh, that's, is that me or you? So, Eva has a lot going for it. <laughs> Here's the thing. The Mesa wasn't designed for this. Um, and, but is there another venue where you could do it is the question. And True. then, it, like, if you had to compare the, the for, uh, you know, the Mesa to uh, the LVCC, mm -hmm. like, for me, the thing is we're just spoiled by MWC. We're just spoiled by La Fira Barcelona. Well, because it was, it was, the Fury was created for that purpose, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. it's a more modern venue designed with that purpose in mind. And obviously they use it for other things, but they, they created it with that purpose. And it's like, even the train station is there. Yeah. Like everything. It was so well done, but it's a modern product. Whereas try to get to the LVCC. Mm -hmm. Try to get out of it. Yeah, it's all. Well, I mean, there's also a car culture in in Las Vegas. Yeah, or well, that part of the, the U.S. Anyway, uh, so there's no public transportation whatsoever. It's not like you can take the deuce to get there. Yeah. Which name of the so bus? I, I've come to the point where now I know my way around the mess. Yeah, I but know. it doesn't make it any better. You know? Oh no! For somebody that's never been there, it can be daunting. Not yeah. overwhelming. That's yeah. not the word. Issa's, Issa's raising it's her hand. Daunting. <laughs> Yeah. It is so confusing because nothing makes sense. Mm -hmm. The the whole subscript of the numbers. So like if it's above, that means it's upstairs. If it's below, that means it's in the basement. Yeah. And then the the two dot thing, like the dot means it's a different portion of the same building. It's ridiculous. Yeah. We 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 had a hard time just getting here to do this podcast <laughs> because uh, getting an Uber or getting a taxi or whatever the case may be was just a pain. Um, but as far as the venue is concerned, like yeah. It's a lot, but then again, IFA this year, I feel like there's more news this year than there has been in recent years. Oh, yeah, significantly more news. <laughs> but here's the thing. like Samsung didn't really have the presence that they usually have. They usually announced their Galaxy Note. No, no, no. Well, it started with the Note, yep. then it became more about, um, it became more about wearables. Mm -hmm. um, today, we just got the Fold mm -hmm. back. I didn't know it was your first time holding it. Yeah, I wasn't. There was a very exclusive group that that uh, thankfully included you, um, and yeah, that exclusive group got the first crack at. Well, I don't mean the pun, but <laughs> <laughs> they got the first uh, look at the fold for those couple of weeks, which is mm -hmm. when all of the news stories were breaking. Again, puns with all of these things, but they have <laughs> tried to fix all of the flaws with the Galaxy Fold, and you know what? Since it was my first time holding the phone this morning. I have to say, I was surprised at how, I don't mean this facetiously, I actually mean this. I was surprised at how usable it is. Because you haven't used it in the real world. Yeah. Because it felt, I was expecting it to be unwieldy, and it wasn't. It, it's, it depends. Like, you were in a controlled environment, and you weren't having to commute from point A to point B. Yeah. Uh, here's the problem. I used it for two weeks. Don't get me wrong. I love the concept. Mm-hmm. 
I do love the idea of opening the display, having a full tablet, being able to read my book or stuff like like I gave I gave uses to the fold that I had never given to any other phone. Like for example, being able to read a book. It the, does feel like that. It feels like that. Mm-hmm. The, and 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 with the open form factor, it feels very good. The problem is if you're like us and you're carrying all the camera gear that's right now set up, you most likely only have one hand available whenever you're in New York City on your way to point A to point yes, B. Yes. And so if this is your only phone, if you have no crutch, like bear in mind, I always have an iPhone as a crutch. Like that is literally like if I'm commuting, that's the phone I'll put out. Mm-hmm. I'll pull out. If I if like for example you send me a voice message and I get the alert on the watch, the what I meet I can respond from both phones. But I will choose the iPhone just because of how easier it is to handle in one hand. Okay. I have the XS, not the XS Max, by the yeah. way. And so the problem with the Fold is that outer screen. Okay. My question about the outer screen, because I, we, we could not, um, Issa and I were together at our little meeting with them. We could not confirm in the 45 minutes we were there that anything wouldn't work on the outer screen. Everything works. Yeah. And that's a problem. Why, why would that be a problem, though? Because, because, because first of all, it's not... Okay, so both user interfaces don't necessarily talk to each other. Okay. They don't talk to each other in the things you want. Like, for example, it's not the same wallpaper. The icon, if you notice, there are two launchers. So the inside has one launcher, and mm-hmm. then whatever icon order you set in the inside doesn't work outside. Okay. So if you have folders, doesn't work. But then, but then the things that I do don't that I totally do want split, they don't. Swift key. So the Samsung keyboard, I'm multilingual. I need to be able to type. In you know, the thing I like about Swift key is it detects three languages automatically. It doesn't, and so it does for swipe. It does for everything. And so that outer keyboard, that outer screen is perfect for a swipe keyboard. Yes, but then on the on the inside, you need for the keyboard to be split to be able to manipulate it. So guess what happens when you split the keyboard on SwiftKey and then close the thing? It'll split on the outside. Oh, oh wow. Okay. And so I'm like, this is what I didn't want to talk to itself. Like, <laughs> damn it. And so don't get me wrong. I loved my time with it. Would it be? Would it? Would I consider it to be the best foldable? No. Hmm. No. In in a in a still small category, thankfully. In a small category. But the thing is, like, so okay, I get that. Yeah, you're using SwiftKey; it's a specific use case. But uh, like that, there are there are other cases where. Well, where I was just, just thinking both- of the scenario where, it, let's say, because you and I we we use voice messaging on Telegram all the time. Yeah. And I know that on the outside, that would be um like inc- that would be just 100 percent possible. Yeah. So you'd be able to hold and talk. Um. So I kept thinking to myself, what is? I get that the screen is small. It's it feels like a waste of space because there's so much on the top and bottom. Like yeah. if you if any of you out there complain about bezels, look at the outer screen of, the, oh my <laughs> of God. this Galaxy Fold. Yeah. Um, but functionally, you could get small things done on that when in transit. You know, no, it's just so if you try to use Telegram, for example, mm-hmm. the font also mimics, and so. If you have small fun on the inside because you've got a large screen and you want more real estate, it'll port itself to the and outside. And it's tinier and tinier. And so huh. it, it, it's, I wish that it talked to itself separately. Mm-hmm. I, and so these are, the, these are the kinds of things where, you know, 
I have to hand it to certain companies, Apple being one of them, mm-hmm. where I do feel like a lot of a lot of people are like, so why is it that Apple is so successful? Is the problem is when you when you use products that they make, with the exception of the HomePod, like it's like if they actually do really test them. It's like if they actually do go out on the wild, and that's actually something that happened recently with the with the iPhone 11. <laughs> it was uh, some guy fell asleep on the subway with the purple one. Whoa, no way. Yeah. <laughs> I covered that on the news on, on the daily yesterday. Hmm. Um, but the point being is, I just, I don't feel that that outer screen was tested enough. I could see that. Yeah. And you know, when people are like, uh, how do you say when people are like so excited about something, there's a word for it. Gung ho. They, they, they're just so excited about the product that they that they lie to themselves that that's not a problem. Oh, they're rose-colored glasses is one way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. But they're so excited and so mm-hmm. eager, and they're in that fight where they want to be first in this and that. You know, I would rather you take more time, because really, if that thing had a bigger outer screen, mm-hmm. and I could use it as a phone... 80% of the time and then open it up when I'm on when I can have my both hands available it would be the perfect foldable. Do you think that the I'll use the word improvements or small fixes it's literally the same product. Okay. It's just, you know, they, they Is it going to change I mean not change but is it going to cover the inadequacies of the first phone though? Like do you still think that breakage will be a problem? You know the the we've had this discussion we but on separate topics oh. like the problem is when you have so many moving parts your opportunity mm. for failure is that's true much higher yeah and so what happens if that if the, the product falls and it and it falls on it in the hinge first I don't know yeah you know I don't uh, know yeah what. I do I do shudder to think what a drop would do to this yeah thing. I have no idea even if the inside is. A plastic screen with but a crease. Outside, That's the why there's a crease. Yeah, but the outside is not. Yeah, and so exactly. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I will admit, though, you know, again, coming from somebody who has used the fold for the very first time this morning, I've literally, I've had literally only 45 minutes with it yeah. in total. Taking a selfie on that big screen, though, I have to admit, was kind of a fun thing to yeah, do. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. There are a ton <laughs> of things that are cool. And if you go to Taipei, I'm sure that that, that phone is going to sell like hotcakes. Sure. Because it is it is that one town that I've been where people use tablets for phones, mm-hmm. as their phones. And so I, I have seen, like for me, I, I would always make fun of people when, when I would see them with tablets and stuff taking photos. But And, and do you remember when there were products from Asus? Like, I remember that there was a time when the Nexus 7 came out, and then they launched the version of that same tablet, but with phone, with cell phone functionality. Oh, yeah. The, and I was uh, like, why are they doing this? And then I, I went to Taipei, and I'm like, oh, I get it now. Mm-hmm. It's actually a thing here. People yeah. actually use tablets as phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You oh, um, obviously, you can't use the Fold in its open configuration for calls. You can't. Okay. There, yeah. There's no speaker. We took a, yeah, I, had a, I took a couple of pictures of Issa where she was using it in the right way, but then we would illustrate why you wouldn't do it in the other way. <laughs> no. And so, and so he, here's the problem. The Fold is a very good tablet, not a very good phone. Yeah. That's my impression. So if you get a call, you got to close that thing, right? You, you're forced That's to. That's why. Okay. Okay. I get you. I get you. You're forced to. Uh, obviously you get Galaxy Buds in the box. So if you 
put on your Galaxy Buds, you can answer the call that way. They really want this world. Yeah. And and so people ask me, like, what are the, for me, what's my favorite folder? Well, I'm like, I, I still feel that they're ahead of their time. Hmm. And we need to go through this period where products fail or where products go through this. I, I love that you said that because, well, you know, we can shift gears now from the Galaxy Fold. What about a more pragmatic approach to the same general concept of having more screen real estate in the case of the LG G8X. Right. So before we move to the G8X, sure. uh, I'll... Why is the Mate X my favorite phone? Oh, okay. And, yes. and everybody's like, yeah, but the moment that thing falls, right. I mm -hmm. feel the same thing, the same way about the Galaxy Fold. Mm -hmm. And so this is the point that I'm going to make about the 8X. It, yeah. But uh, the reason why I like the Mate X is because it feels like a Note 9 when it's closed. Mm -hmm. It feels like an iPad mini, like a, like a standard iPad when it's open. Okay. And so you can use it as a phone closed. And so, yes, if you drop it and the screen hits concrete, it's gone. Dunzo, yeah. Kaput. Most likely. That drop test, we need to call Darcy. <laughs> that is gonna My be, old life. <laughs> this is going to be the drop test, man, mm -hmm. to see when does that thing die. Yeah, indeed. But here's the... Here's the we go back to the problem of foldables. Too many moving parts. Too much opportunity for failure. Mm -hmm. Too much of an expensive product. Too much risk for the average consumer. Oh yeah, I, I yeah, I actually got tunnel vision. I forgot about the price. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and so if we were to move to another concept, when LG came up, when you did the video of the V50, mm -hmm. I was like, that's a good idea. Yeah. Two screens, but I only, it's modular. Yes. So I only use it when I need it. Mm -hmm. I unsnap it when I don't. And I, it could be whatever I want. Yeah. I only have it when I need it. And I can still use my product as a phone. So you just flip it to the back, you put it in your pocket, and it's a phone. Mm -hmm. uh, I like the idea. I like the concept. But... <laughs> Well, okay, so we live in a world where everyone talks about they want no no creases. They even talk about creases. Like, you know, a lot of their people yeah. now, they talk about creases. They talk about bezels and whatnot. But the thing is, the configuration of the LG G8X with the dual screen case on, uh, I didn't even say thank you. By the way, naming, naming convention has to change. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, one app on both of those screens is not the point. It just isn't. It's two apps for multitasking. Okay, so, I call it multimedia tasking okay, so, because YouTube is always on. Here's the problem. Um, I feel that it's the smartest approach to a foldable because it's a far less expensive solution. True. Where if you break one screen, you have the other. Mm -hmm. And you can actually program the phone to only use the other screen. or like So even let's assume you would break your G8X. You can actually use the other screen as your soul. You plug it in. Yeah. Oh, that's true, huh? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's completely independent. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. Because they're, they're not so, incongruence? So I think here's... See, this is the beauty of products like AirPods, for example, which I despise and you convinced me to buy. This is the guy that's responsible for me buying that thing. It's the moment you unflip the case, yeah. the iPhone detects that you put them on, you're connected, and that's it. Mm -hmm. That. And so the biggest problem with this, with this, uh, with the experience is the interface. The fact that you snap the case to the phone mm -hmm. and nothing happens. Or when you throw in the command for the other screen to work, there's a dialogue that asks you to uh, to 
uh, like toggle options of when you launch it. So I feel that it needs a more natural transition from a phone to a tablet. I feel that it needs more of a snap and there's a natural behavior automatically stretches the screen. Like if you connect a computer to a monitor, yes. the automatic thing, like in the case of Windows, it'll it'll um, extend. No, in the case of Windows, by 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 default, it'll it'll mirror. Oh, whereas the Mac will extend okay. by default. And, okay, so here you go. This is where I'm glad that you put it that way because on any computer, Mac or Windows, you can program that behavior, and it's also true of the G8X. Mm -hmm. You can program apps to open immediately so that you have the configuration you want immediately. Obviously, in my case, it'll be some sort of video on the left. So it'll probably be YouTube that opens right. up the for, moment I can. For me, I so there are a couple of things that I. It's just I feel that it's a little confusing. There are control buttons on both sides. Mm -hmm. There, there's a navigation back home, multitask on both sides. Even if you extend the screen, it behaves like its own separate thing. Yes, and so I feel that the software needs to be more prepared mm -hmm. for the idea because for me if i if i wanted to buy a foldable you know I, I like when they gave the presentation and they were like this is the most proven form factor we sold five hundred thousand of these last of the v50 mm -hmm. uh and you know in the one market that in they released the one it. <laughs> market that they released it <laughs> yeah and so as i started my video i'm like all right so we've been seeing foldables this promise but we haven't really seen anything Whereas this is a product that's already been in the market, and I guess it was successful because then we've got version two. Yep. And, you know, they improved that they made the screen larger. It's less power efficient. It's more power efficient. You know, again, I feel, one, that the software needs to improve. The experience, I want to snap it, and I want it to behave in a specific way immediately unless i tell it otherwise mm -hmm. but i didn't see that i probably just need a review unit and i need to set it that up go for me. through it yeah, yeah mm -hmm. i need to set it up for me because i know that they do that I, uh, you said uses the uh the yeah. v50 dual screen and that's the case my second problem okay is how thick it is yeah um you know i feel that it is too big like too much mm -hmm. too much it's and it's not the thickness of the display side. It's the other side. It's it's that protect, the case, the case, mm -hmm. and the like. That is what kills it for me. Mm. The fact that I don't think I'd be able to use it as a phone if it's that thick. Like that thing is significantly thicker than the Galaxy Fold and the Mate X. Mm. And so that is literally what what kills the experience. But you don't think the fold is is thick when it's okay. Folded? So it's thick, but it's. Have you ever seen the Xperia One? I have it in a bag right there. That what that's what is it the two to one? Oh, no, no, more than that, right? Yeah, it's twenty one by nine. Twenty one by nine. It's twenty one it by nine. But if you if you put it beside a Galaxy S, a Galaxy Note Ten, it's exactly the same height, but it's significantly narrower, mm -hmm. significantly. And so I'll post my video someday. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but it, in the script that I started preparing a long time ago, yeah, what I say is, so this intends to be. It, you know, people think that it's actually a taller phone than everything else out there. It's actually it is, but then it's actually not a bigger phone. It's mm. a smaller footprint. Yeah. And so it actually doesn't feel bad. And so the thing about the fold is because it's so narrow, like the first thing that I thought is that thing is going to look horrible in my pocket. Yeah, that's what I think. But because so you snap it and it becomes this like sort of like accessory, you it, be, it goes to the side of your jean pocket all the way to the extreme because of its weight. And it doesn't bother you like you forget that it's there. 
I feel like okay, I get you. The 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 G8X with the dual screen, it is definitely like a so, big, so I it's a, a v- honking thing. I have a V50 and I, I don't use it because of that. Well, uh, yeah, exactly. But also the V50 was a larger phone to begin with. Yes. So this is this is a little more streamlined, but in the in not really a whole lot. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think I think the approach is genius. They really need to refine the design. So I guess the question that I had in my mind once I because I, I spend a, I spent a little bit of extra time with the G8X. Um, my question then, as I was using the Galaxy Fold, was would I ever multitask on the Galaxy Fold? And I realized because of how much work I have to put in to create the grid side by side with two different apps. No, it's very simple. Well, I, but it's still. It's something that you still have to fiddle with to make it happen. Whereas when you open up the dual screen, it's like that. If you've programmed it, pretty, yeah, you which know? I haven't gone that far. I need yeah. more time with it. But I, <sighs> I feel like the Galaxy Fold is a large phone, a large screen phone. Multitasking is not its number one use case. It's a big screen, but it can, and it does it, can. it really it, well. It, and yeah, it does it, it really well. I, you know, the problem with the fold again is that outer screen. You don't have to deal with that with the G8X. Yeah, you know, you just don't have to deal with. You that. just fold it all the you way. You just fold it all the way, and it becomes a phone whenever you need to. It's just they need to get the case right. Mm-hmm. This is like the time of AirPods and and every other wireless headset where the case is this big, and then your AirPods case is like literally in your jean coin pocket. That is, I, I feel that they it still needs more work. But it, for me, it's more of a design refinement. Right now, this is plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that they need to experiment with something different. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that the, from the top, it's fine. Like, it's that snap mechanism that that I feel it needs to get better. They need to figure out how to trim that down. Okay, fair enough. You know, if, if, if they're going to give me a lo- another layer over, like I get the purpose of the layer because you're not going to be using a case on an- another case. Like this is your case. And so you, it has to protect the back. I get that. It's just very thick. Yeah. Like I think that if they would have made it out of aluminum, um, I think that if they were they would have been able to, at least that back would have been less, would have been more rigid, less prone to damage Mm -hmm. if they if they made it you know just aluminum yeah so there are definitely improvements to be made on the usability standpoint for both yeah because you have a phone that has that barely has bezels on the sides but then you've got these huge bezels towards the second display so even using it in extended mode it's it's not like a foldable yeah and it's not trying to be which which is i think the main point of it it's yeah. about actually doing two things at once, literally. Yeah. And I have actually tried on the V50 with the dual screen, um, YouTube in the picture-in-picture picture with an app and an app. And actually, you know what? What was that? What was that picture you put up on your social media? It was a, um, it was a Note 10 Plus, and you were typing. What keyboard was that? Oh my God! It's a cheap keyboard from Amazon. Oh okay. So I I thought of you when I was thinking of these use case scenarios. Imagine putting the dual screen with the G8X on there. You're yeah. typing on one side, but your research is on the other screen. True. I like. Don't get me wrong. It's and the most beautiful part of it is it's modular. Mm-hmm. You unsnap it and you have a phone. Yeah. And it only consumes 20% of the overall battery. Mm-hmm. So you can use it all day. So that's the beautiful thing. You unsnap it and goodbye. Yeah. Boom. That's but you know all. what? Three hours of screen on time on a device that has two screens, that's technically six. <laughs> so <laughs> six hours of screen on time so on the dual screen. do you remember the G5? <laughs> uh, the LG G5, you mean. The modular one. 
So can can you imagine? You remember that the whole bottom part would would come would, would come off. Mm-hmm. So what if they made another like a variation of the G five where the hinge and the connection would be that bottom portion of the phone? I agree with that. As long as the battery doesn't come out too, because then you have to restart your phone. Totally get it. No, yeah. no, no. I obviously the, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying it's just. I think that that would would have been the smarter approach, mm-hmm. where this is like you have your protective parts of the phone, but then you snap this, and it's like if it were part of the device. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I could see that. All right. So those are the two headliners from Ifa. Um, I forgot to cut for uh, a mid-roll, but we'll see what happens in the edit. In any case, we have like a few minutes left. I want to make sure we keep this a half an hour. Um, this is a complicated show. I don't mind if we go It is, a, which is why I wanted to spend the last three to five minutes. Yeah. Um, what were the other products that you think really need to be mentioned? Ooh, Jabra Elite yes. 75T. <laughs> I knew right. that was coming. All right. So I get this question all the time on my Instagram when I go run. Yeah. What are the headphones that I'm using? I've been, I've been a Jabra user ever since before I met their PR team and we got samples. <laughs> I used to buy their products for one reason and one reason only. Well, two. Number one, because they're, they're part of this company, Resound, their specialty is hearing aids. And so their audio quality is state of the art, which I think no one really talks N- about. Nobody talks about. Well, least of well, not least of all, but including us, to be honest. Like they're really not a consumer brand. Like, yeah, th- that's the that's so the we one. don't have this mentality yeah. of talking about that. And so now, the biggest problem with the sixty five T's were the ca- the case was too big. Like I made a whole AirPods alternative video, and the 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 ones that won were the the Elite sixty five T's. Because it's just their, even if their case is a little wonky to open, great battery life. I love the controls. People complain about pushing buttons and having the ear. Like uh, push in more? Yeah, but I don't, here's the thing. If you've got four buttons, I don't care. Like, because I love that functionality. Up, down, track up, track down, Mm -hmm. play, pause, ambient sound. Like everything, you don't need a phone to do anything. True. You don't need a phone to do anything. One, two. The second reason, aside from audio quality, dude, durability. I I have never, ever trashed a pair of drawbars. And l- how bad do I sweat? Okay, by mile six, my feet are drenched. He's the runner, by the way. I'm, it's, it's, I lift with I, the drawbars. I, I, I don't lift like it right now. <laughs> I, I, I realize it. Honestly, never, neither of us. My run in <laughs> Berlin yesterday was bad. Berlin is a carby city. It's meat and carbs. That's yeah, really all it is. Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah. But uh, I highly recommend people try out Jabra's. Don't waste your money on AirPods. It's like they're significantly better. Passive noise cancellation. Um, and so these the 70... Hear, the hear-through is also very useful. Yes. And so these 75Ts are... The case is almost the same size as the case of AirPods. Mm-hmm. They are sick. They've got better drivers, even better. Like they, their footprint is forty percent smaller than the previous model. I'm like, God, can I? Does one of these samples work? Yeah, I'll take it. We were both there, literally right before we got came here to do the podcast, and we were both talking to our guy there, just like. Do any of them work? Do you have review samples in that room right now? Because let's do this. And so, like, again, I loved... Here's the thing. Like, if you want over-the-year headphones, people have been asking me, what is it that I'm using right now? It's the 85Hs from Jabra. Why? Because we're currently entering rain season, and these are the only over-the-year headphones that I know about that are water-resistant. With active noise cancellation, full buttons, 
the whole nine yards. They're a little big. That's the only thing that I don't like about them. But like, I highly recommend people try Jabra. I do. That's one of the things that I like. Um, I, I think that we both agree on that. Oh yeah. What 100%. else did I? What else did we? You did go to Sony, and I went to Motorola today. I don't mm. know. I don't know how much because Motorola has a new like family they call it but they have a line of phones i have to admit though uh, from the time that i was looking at them i was a little bit impressed with the design of it like they were just going all in with hey there are four cameras on this thing <laughs> one zoom is the one i'm talking about yeah um I, I may not be too optimistic about the final product as far as picture quality is concerned because we have so many phones out now that just yeah. kill it right now but i have to applaud their work you know they they are one of the many manufacturers that are going all in on the sony 48 megapixel pixel sensors that's the main sensor yeah right and yeah. um i whenever i see that i'm already i, I, wanna, I already feel good about it i want to ask you a question mm -hmm. what manufacturer does a good job with that sony sensor i really liked the one on the oppo reno that's the only one and only photography mm -hmm. their video is well the video on so the zenfone 6 does it too and their video implementation, I think, is pretty great. Okay. Yeah. The problem with the Zenfone is that screen. It's so dim. <laughs> yeah, we were in Tokyo with that it's thing. so dim. <laughs> but, but I will say, like, that sensor, it, it proves that it's possible. It's just up to the manufacturer to actually tune it right. So, and to have the right software. Yeah. So, I, I know that good photos are possible. I know that good video is possible. But you know, but you know that there are various tiers of that Sony IMX. Yes. Like, the one that Huawei uses is not even listed. Mm. Like they don't mention that it's a it's Sony not the, sensor. I, uh, the 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 nine eight six. I don't know, but it's 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 okay. it's, it's Kogan. <clears throat> discovered, well, obviously, Kogan is the kind of geek you trust to find that kind of information. He figured out what the sensor is. It is a Sony sensor, and it's the most high tier one. Mm -hmm. And so we've been hearing Sony forty eight megapixel. What people don't know is that there are at least four of them. Yep. Four different variations of them. Nine eight six is like your holy grail in a way, and then. Um, that's like the the one you really want, and a lot of the budget phones use the five eight six, and that's where tuning can get a little bit wonky. Yeah. But I know that. But but if there's something that I'm convinced of, it's that it's capable of great things. Yeah. It just has to be helped along the way. Yeah. Um. Let me see. What else? What about you? Take My what, like something that I really feel like was mm -hmm. dope. Um, hmm, I'm trying to think. I mean, the 75Ts, I, I have to say, when I walked by the booth on the way out of the Mesa and I saw it, I didn't realize it was announced. Yeah. So I got really excited about that. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I saw. I was actually, I, I have to admit, you know, I was happy to see Motorola actually doing stuff uh, like that. I just, for me, it's <clears> like, eh. <laughs> and it's not, it's not because I'm dying to get the Razor. I, I, you know what? I just... Motorola really needs to like get their own identity back. Mm, okay. I just I miss that Motorola where they were the ones that like they challenged everybody. Mm. Well, you know what? How about this? Um, I'll bring up the first meeting, one of the first meetings we had. Uh, not just starting a new family of phones, but starting an entire new brand in in, in particular. TCL's Plex. Mm. Really? Okay. So not a fan of the design. I'm a fan of the price, mm -hmm. and I'm really interested in that uh, two megapixel, two point nine micron yeah. sensor that does ultra low light video. Mm -hmm. We looked at it. There is an improvement, but because it's only two megapixels, uh, obviously there's noise. So yeah. you know you're going to get a degradation of quality, but at least you can get 
light. <laughs> mm. So that's the thing about large pixels. I'm trying to think of what else was going on. I mean, there was a really cool backpack that Issa and I saw at Pepcom. Did you see that one too? <laughs> no. There was, a, there was a backpack that just had an LED panel on the back. Oh. And you can design it to say whatever you want. You, oh. know, you can actually design the pixels on um, it. I don't know. I uh, We had some time at Showstoppers. Mm-hmm. Um, saw a little Garmin. I just, man, Garmin and their PR team. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and they never send anything. <laughs> Well, Garmin, the, the Sennheiser is the same case. Uh, didn't you finally get a Phoenix though? Through Spotify. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> Spotify was the, was the company that seeded them because they had the Spotify functionality. Oh. And I'm like, listen, you had me at Phoenix. Like, <laughs> I, oh, and it also says Spotify. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect watch. Uh, but yeah, no, it's not because they seeded it. And, and, it's, and it's one of those things where it's like, listen. If your PR is not going to send anything or it's going to be a loaner, fine. You know, I think those products are worth it because everything compares to Garmin when it comes to fitness, mm. period. Either Garmin or Polar. Those are the two kings. Um, and so I, I don't mind reviewing them and returning them in that case because their products on their own are great to be featured. Just get you one. It's just the problem <laughs> is when their PR is like, yeah, yeah, we'll send you samples. and Never do. Never do. Uh, I got one more in my mind. Uh, the uh, Pixel 30 Pro. Uh, I mean the P30 Pro with its new color. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't it? It's like pixel-like because of that panel at the top. It's nice. It's <laughs> nice. I I don't know, man. Not not a peep out of them about the Mate X at this show, huh? No. Let me ask you this. Were you impressed by the Kirin 990? Because if you look at the numbers, it doesn't look that much crazy better than what exists right now. I've heard of one feature about it, and it's that they can tell you your heart rate and not blood pressure, your heart rate, just by just through the camera. Oh, it, it can sense things. Isn't that the TOF camera in a way? Um, I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, that's that's all I heard that it could do. That was aside from just performance enhancements, and even then, it's incremental. So it, it looks very incremental. Mm-hmm. I mean, usually these Karens have been wow, like every single time, and this time, this time, I get, I, I guess that it's because they focused on making it a five G SOC, which is still sub six, which is a big thing. And I and I will admit that five G is going to be that little thing that they put on something and then call it the next iteration. You know, yeah. and I get that. I mean, after all, I'm literally using a Korean. Um, red, I got it, the Red Note 10, and I'm super happy about it because oh, the smaller yeah. phone is, is, is sublime. But in Korea, I learned, they only sell 5G Samsung style. They're Good. all 5G phones. So 5G Even is a, that one? Yes, this is a 5G phone. Wait a second, no. The only one with the option was the was the larger one. So my battery life was not, it's not as good. Let me say that real quick. But it was exceptionally not as good the other day. And when I turned on the power saving mode, one of the first options was turn off 5G. In Korea, every note is a 5G phone. Wow. Mm-hmm. But of course, it'll only support KT. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not going to be able to use this when 5G happens in you the know, US. It's just so funny <laughs> when... When you hear so many cases in the United States about, yeah, we're at the vanguard of this and that, and it's like, man, have you ever tried Wi-Fi in Romania? Oh. <laughs> I've heard you talk about this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. It's just, even LTE in my country is significantly better than any U.S. carrier. Mm-hmm. Period. Like, like it's, it's, it's bad. Like, if I want to upload a video... And, and it's all because of what the carrier does to throttle your speeds whenever you're trying to upload anything. Whereas, like, for example, Tigo in Honduras is like, I don't care. You're just going to pay more. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't care. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're going to pay for it. Yeah, indeed. 
And you know, there are cases where we're in a trade show where I don't like, I'll just expense how much I'm going to upload in something, but mm -hmm. you can't control it. And so it's one of those things where, but why do carriers have this limitation? Because of their limitations in spectrum, mm -hmm. because they have too much of an install base with too little antennas or too little uh, offerings and cells. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, you go out of the United States and you go to Korea and now everything's 5G, as we heard. Yep. You go everywhere and Wi-Fi is significantly better. Let, not, let me not even get started with the New York City subway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the dead zone of New York. You get the point. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of those things where it's, it's admirable to see countries like Korea, you know, so ahead. So ahead. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, but okay. So final thought that I want to make, cause we actually have uh, an appointment to make. Um, oh, that's true. yeah, we gotta get going in a bit. I will admit that aside from the 5g like moniker, just showing up on places like the Kira 990, there actually hasn't been a huge hubbub about 5g at this show. Not to the level of no, like saying Qualcomm, Qualcomm had their presentation. And they, they did. They, yeah. They made a big deal. They keep repeating the same phrase. 5g, 5G is, is here. here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the future. Cristiano's running around in that shirt and <laughs> 5G is here. Uh, but Cristiano's a cool guy. Oh, he is, I love this presentation. He's such a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I recognize that Qualcomm's been doing great things. Uh, you know, MediaTek already announced their 5G SOC, Sub-6 as well. Whereas Qualcomm is like the only one that's supporting both millimeter wave and Sub-6. So it's mm -hmm. not... Here's the thing. Technically, even if the Kirin can have so many things and it's the first SOC... There, it's not not all five G is created equal. Yeah. Uh, right now, the only ones that support millimeter waves, Qualcomm. <laughs> but yeah, there was very little talk about five G here. I just feel like we all. I mean, this is the show. This is the barometer where we had, you know, Qualcomm has their events throughout the year, um, and then CES, MWC, a lot of talk about five G. <laughs> we were there when they made that toast. Remember that yeah, they had yeah. a champagne toast of five G. But now, now we're here. After February, it's now September, yeah. Uh, 5G is a thing now, guys. Like, you know, we all accept it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to have a big fanfare about it anymore. Yeah, but right, it's a thing. But, you know, the, the biggest problem is carriers need to answer what's going to happen with 5G. Mm -hmm. Because if they're going to go on a regular data plan, nobody's going to care about it. Mm. If they don't treat it like fiber, forget it. Yeah, that's true. Well, on that note, um, that is our... IFA talk for 2019. We may or may not have one more show just about IFA in general. I, a lot of our friends are here, so why not have them on as well? Um, I might talk to uh, a couple of them, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. It is a busy week, and we're finally at the tail end of like the worst of it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we actually have a dinner to get to, so we're going to go ahead and just call it on this episode. Thank you so much for watching or listening if you're on your podcasting app. As far as the spiel goes at the end, you know where to find Jaime. You know where to find me. You know where to find Pocket Now. All of those links will be down in the description below. But with all of that said, we will see you in our next episode. Yes.